and welcome to Mentors Coaching FM, the show that helps you tame the business beast and build a marketing machine so that you can focus on helping your clients get the transformation you promise. I'm Gail Seymour, founder of Mentors Coaching, the results-oriented growth platform where learning providers of all stripes can create and deliver courses and programs that handle scheduling, payments and delivery all in one place with no monthly fee. Just a simple, low commission structure that means if you don't earn, you don't pay. Mentors Coaching FM. I'm Gail Seymour, founder of Mentors Coaching. And today I want to talk to you about why I believe that you should never guarantee success. And it's part of something that I see as an endemic problem in a sector of the sort of self-help and coaching area that I call the success industry. Now, before we start, I want to make it very clear that I believe that as a a coach, mentor, teacher, trainer, instructor, facilitator, any other kind of learning service provider, that you are coming from a place of genuinely wanting to help other people to improve and grow and that you are on your own growth journey. And so... I believe that everybody comes into this industry from a a good place of wanting to help. Um, And what happens is that I I tend to work with a lot of learning service providers, different types. A common theme that emerges after a while is that they've been in in the industry, they've been around for a while, and, and that they start to get a little bit jaded. And they start to feel frustrated, disillusioned and burned out. And they start to become full of self-doubt. Often what I find is that when I start talking to them, they've been working with some of the big name success coaches and they've handed over thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars over sometimes several years Um, And that basically they've failed to make that money back. They've not recouped their investment, let alone had any return on that investment or any profit. And so what tends to happen is that after a while, they start to ask questions. They start to question their own coaches and mentors and, and their gurus, if you like. And then they're told sometimes in in quite sharp and acidic terms, that they're being negative, they're not being coachable, they are self-sabotaging. Basically, they're told to shut up and go away and to stop complaining. And they're made to feel as though it's their fault that they haven't got the, the results that they were promised by those coaches. And so what I always tell them is... The success industry exists to make you feel inadequate in the same way that the diet industry exists 
to make you stay fat and, and, and to profit on your inability to lose weight. And parts of the health industry or the fitness industry exist to sell you programs and products that don't work. Because if they did work, then those businesses wouldn't be able to continue selling to you. And so there, there is an element of the success industry that feeds on this same principle. And so it's the same sort of tricks that you see in all other toxic leadership industries. And so in faith healing, if you're not healed, you're told it's because your faith isn't strong enough. You know, they use motivational techniques and convinces to create a placebo effect that makes you feel better for a while. And then when that wears off, you're told it's your fault. You've, you've lost your faith. And so you're left victim blaming. In network marketing and the multi-level in, in marketing industry, you're told that if you're not making enough money, it's because you haven't bought enough product, you're not evangelical enough, you're not getting out there and convincing enough other people to invest in products, not because those products are overpriced or substandard. Not that all products in those areas are overpriced or substandard, but it is an endemic problem. Similarly, with the weight loss industry, if you're, you're told if you haven't lost weight, it's because you haven't exercised enough, you haven't followed the diet plan, you know, you haven't done the right things in the right order, which may well be true, but it's usually attached to some product that you were sold with the promise that you wouldn't have to do all of those things. That's <laughs> why a lot of people are buying the products in the first place. And sometimes it's it's even as simple as the fact that, you know, a, a diet and exercise plan isn't put together with your age and gender and genetic makeup in mind. So it might work for somebody, but it's never going to work for you. And so it's a charlatan approach to results. And we see this in so many unregulated industries, particularly the ones that affect the big three of health, wealth and happiness. So they promise the world and they promise the world knowing that they can't deliver, that those products or services or whatever it is that they're actually offering genuinely cannot deliver what they're promising. Um, but it's done the sales are done using psychological tricks and then they use further psychological tricks to then blame the customer for failing to get the results that were unobtainable all along. So at best, it's misguided over-optimism and enthusiasm on the part of the coaches who've been taught to, to sell this way. And at worst, it's just it's manipulation and chicanery and it's just not in anybody's interests. So here's the thing that you need to understand is you cannot guarantee somebody else's success in anything. And once you accept that, you can start thinking along different lines. Now, but why can't you guarantee somebody else's success? Because you don't know all of their situation. You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know what's going to happen around them. You don't know what level of intelligence they have intelligence does not guarantee success. So many things that people think are going to guarantee success actually don't. So again, intelligence does not guarantee success. 
So, so many intelligent people can be very intelligent in specific areas and about specific things and be completely hopeless in other areas. So they might be hopeless with money and relationships. And so they're struggling, even though they're highly intelligent. So you might have, you might think that hard work will guarantee success, but guess what? Nah, you can work very, very hard and still not get anywhere. And so again, you look at the hardworking people, are they generally successful? And you look at the successful people, are they always the most hardworking? The two do not correlate. And so then people also think, well, if you can you can guarantee a, a successful proven system, and if you follow a system, that will guarantee success. Now, here's the thing. Even an effective proven system still cannot guarantee success for a few reasons. Again, you don't know if somebody's actually going to follow that plan, how well they're going to follow that plan. And so you can't, you can, you could say, or if you follow these steps, I guarantee that this will work. Okay. You might have somebody follow those steps and it work, but a lot of the time you'll have people who will kind of follow the steps, follow some of the steps, miss things out, misunderstand things. And so the system itself you can't guarantee that way. And the other thing is situations change. And so a, a system that has worked up to present is not guaranteed to work in the future. It's not guaranteed to work based on different circumstances that may occur that are beyond your control. And so this is why you can never guarantee somebody else's success because you're trying to guarantee something that is beyond your control. And so you might think, well, okay, I can't guarantee success. I can guarantee my results. And so you might think, well, you know, I, I can't guarantee somebody else's results, but I can guarantee my own. But actually, you can't even guarantee that because you don't know what's going to happen in your own future. You don't know what the circumstances around yourself are going to be any more than you know what somebody else's circumstances are going to be. So you can guarantee to show up and put in the effort while ever it's within your control. But if that's the only guarantee that you can give, how effective of a guarantee is that? This is why we end up with people guaranteeing things that are not guaranteeable. Okay, so what you have to think about is if you can't guarantee success, are there other things that you can guarantee? Can you guarantee a service level? Can you guarantee access to certain content, so many hours worth of your time? But also think about what is the real purpose of the guarantee? And it's about de-risking the situation for the client. And so think about how you can actually take the risk out of working with you, but also whether you actually should, because somewhat counterintuitively, sometimes actually upping the risk is more of an incentive for a client to succeed. We'll talk about that in a moment. And so 
One of the big ways of de-risking a situation is to, to think about money. And so we have money back guarantees where we can't guarantee success, but if you don't get the success that you want, then we'll give you the money back. Okay. That's often tied to if you haven't done certain things or that you you have to have done certain things. So sometimes you can get your money back if you haven't started a course, but once you've started accessing a course, the the the, the guarantee becomes void or sometimes it will be if you have followed all of these steps and provided proof, then if you still don't get the results, we'll give you your money back. Understand the difference there between guaranteeing success and guaranteeing access to the to the program, access to the tools, and money back. Those are two different things. You, you, you're not actually guaranteeing success. What you're saying is if you do certain things and it doesn't work, then you can have some money back. That's a, that's a whole different thing. I choose to de-risk working with mentors coaching by working on a commission basis. And so clients and coaches can have access to the platform and they can use the learning materials. They can set up their programs. They can start, they can start working things out and they can start building their communities and their co their courses and all this the other stuff that they're going to need but they're not actually paying for any of it until they start making sales and so that takes a lot of the risk away now on the flip side sometimes if you give people access to lots and lots of information and you can give people access to information and tools and resources but they don't actually use them then sometimes actually incentivizing and reintroducing risk can actually be a more effective method. And so this is where things like commitment mode sales comes in. So you can sell a course and say, if you do the work, you will get X amount of money back. If you miss the deadlines, you lose that money. It's the psychological principle of giving the client something to lose. And so you're actually then de-risking for yourself as well, because if a client comes along and follows the steps and gets the money back, you get proof that you can actually help somebody solve a problem or achieve whatever it is that you that your system or course helps them achieve. If they don't, then they don't get the money back. And so you haven't provided a lot of information and support and not received the funds in return but that is again putting the onus back onto the client in a way that is clearly defined up front and so you have to be very clear about what the steps are what the requirements are and under what circumstances money will or won't be returned so that can be an effective way to actually get people results by introducing risk. The important thing here is that however you tackle this, whether it's doing a money-back guarantee or a service-level guarantee 
or whether you're actually working on a commission or results-based basis, or you're even introducing deliberate risk to incentivize and monetize uh, and to incentivize and motivate a client. What you're not doing is making promises that you don't have control over the results of. And so you're being very upfront with the client that, hey, nobody has the crystal ball. I can't say if you do this, you will be successful. What I can say is that if you do this, this and this and you're not successful, we'll give you your money back. If you don't do this, this and this, you won't get your money back. Um, And you can introduce the concept of risk and risk reversal in a way that makes the client aware of how responsible they are for their own results from the outset and what you can help them with and what you can't. That it actually counterintuitively, that inoculates them against unrealistic expectations, which inoculates you against accusations of making promises that you can't keep. And so that is why I personally believe that you should never guarantee success and what you should do instead.